0: Chapter 4, from the book, The Doctrine Concerning New Testament Ministry, Part 2. Chapter 4, Character: The Character Attributes of New Testament Ministers, page 97. He imparted unto you not the gospel of God only, but also your own souls, because ye were dear unto us, Ye are witnesses and God also how holily and justly and unblamably we behaved ourselves among you that believe, as ye know how we exhorted and confronted and charged everyone of you as a father doth his children, for what is our hope or joy or crown or rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For ye are our glory and joy. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 4, 7, 8, 10, 11, 19, and 20. To the Corinthians he writes, "For I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 2. Fourthly, servants of God must be trustworthy in all their material responsibilities this is especially true in regards to money for the love of money is the root of all evil and while which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows but thou, man of god flee these things and follow after righteousness godliness faith love patience meekness first timothy chapter 6 verses 10 and 11. money or financial gain, should not in any way be the goal or the motive of a minister of Christ. Paul, writing to the Corinthians, says, What is my reward then? Verily, that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that may abuse not my power in the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 18. It is God who supplies all the financial and material needs of the ministry through certain divinely appointed children of God. Page 98, who are stewards of earthly treasures which he has committed to them. So there is no need of a servant of God to beg or to ask for money. Nevertheless, servants of God must be faithful in these earthly things, just as he must be in spiritual matters. Jesus says, if therefore ye have not been faithful in unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, we shall give you that which is your own. Luke chapter 16 verses 11 and 12. Restraint and speech. The greater part of the mystery of Jesus and his disciples was by the spoken word. Jesus healed the sick and cast out the devils by his word. Matthew chapter 8 verse 16. He revealed his glory, power, grace, and wisdom by the word which he spoke. Marvel at his word what a word this is is this luke chapter 4 verse 36 a servant of god must learn to order his words carefully and wisely according to the guidance of the spirit the minister is what he speaks his words reveal what is within him therefore you must not waste words james says let every man be swift to hear slow to speak james chapter 1 verse 19 He may see and hear many things, but he should not fill his heart and mind with them, lest he find an outlet for them in gossip or in a conversation. Frivolous talk groups the Holy Spirit, deviling the speaker himself, also the hearer. Furthermore, it deprives the speaker of the power of God. Those whose hearts and minds are filled with the wrong kind of thoughts will have, page 99, neither the message nor the word of God, nor the word of power from the lord to build up the church when isaiah saw a vision of holiness of god he cried out woe is me for i am undone because i am a man of unclean lips and i dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips for mine eyes has seen have seen the king isaiah chapter 6 verse 5 isaiah prophesied of jesus hear ye deaf and look ye blind that we may see that ye may see who is blind but my servant or deaf as my messenger that i have sent who is blind as he has as he that is perfect and blind as the lord's servant seeing many things but thou observest not opening the ears but thou heareth not the lord is well pleased for his righteousness sake he will magnify the law and make it honorable Isaiah chapter 42 verses 18 to 21 The ears and the eyes are two channels by which the mind receives input, whether good or bad, spiritual or carnal, divine or satanic. These messages are transmitted to the heart. The servant of God must therefore train his eyes and ears to be blind and deaf to things which are detrimental to his life and ministry, so that his mind and heart may be filled with the things of God. God expects his servants to carefully guard their hearts and minds to that they may so that they may receive divine revelation to convey God's word to the church by word and by vision. Jesus says, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak, of, speak good things, For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh, Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. The inner character of a man is often revealed by his speech, page 100, a sound prayer life. The is to say the ministry of a servant of God will not be better than the life of prayer which he maintains every minister continually needs fresh anointing and this comes only through set apart time of fervent prayer jesus started his ministry with prayer and ended it in prayer jesus took his three beloved disciples to the mountain of prayer and demonstrated the glory of the life of prayer and as he prayed the fashion of his continence was altered luke chapter 9 verse 29 he touched the realm of the supernatural each time he prayed through and had fellowship in the spirit with the father Prayer changes our inner man and breaks the devil's power. It transports us within the veil and makes us partakers of his holiness and glory. Prayer awakens the inner senses so that we can touch God, hear his voice, and see his face. It dispels fear, imparts new strength, and renews our faith and courage. It fits us to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ so that we may serve him to the end. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Pray without ceasing. End of recording.